The book of Acts chapter number four. The book of Acts chapter number four. Amen. Thankful for the presence of the Lord. Please remember Brandon Patterson's funeral tomorrow. Be in prayer for Brother Paul and his and Brandon's family. Visitation from two to three. That's at Nettleton Funeral Home. Funeral at three o'clock. Acts chapter number four in verse 31. If you found it, say praise the Lord. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. How many would like to see the house of God shaken up tonight? How many would like to see everybody be filled with the Holy Ghost? How many would like to hear the word spoken with boldness? All of that happened when they prayed. And so I want to preach tonight when we sing. No. When we pray. Look at somebody and say, things happen when we pray. Look at somebody else and tell them miracles happen when we pray. God, let your anointing be on us tonight. Let the power of the Holy Ghost be here. I pray, God, for a special dispensation of your anointing to preach this word to your people tonight. I ask you, Lord, to anoint our ears to hear. Have your way in this place. In Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. God bless you. You can be seated. All week long, my mind has been moved about prayer. I'm asking everyone in this church tonight to, to place a special emphasis on prayer. The Bible admonishes us, according to the book of Ephesians, that we should pray always. 1 Thessalonians tells us that we should pray without ceasing. Can I tell you, this is a church of prayer. We are a people of prayer. Amen. Daily prayer is part of God's plan for discipleship. Acts 2.42 tells us that they continued in prayer, in the fellowship, in the word, in worship, and in prayer. Prayer is one of the most essential parts of being a Christian. And it is essential to this church being what God has called it to be. One of the things that I've tried to emphasize is having a powerful, vibrant, intense season of prayer in the prayer room before we even come into the house of God. We know that it's not that we only pray in the prayer room, but being in the prayer room is a special time of praying together for God to move. I'm convinced that one of the reasons that the Holy Ghost has moved here already tonight is because we gathered and we began to pray for the Holy Ghost to move here. Things happen when we pray. Amen. I wish everyone would come to the prayer room and really pray. Tonight, I am placing a special emphasis on prayer, asking all of us, if we can, to give just a little bit more in prayer, a little more time, a little more focus, a little more of realigning our lives around prayer. Prayer is something that you have to recommit yourself to on a regular basis if you're really going to be a man or a woman or a young person or a child of prayer. The greatest strides we've ever made as a church 
have always come on the heels of a special emphasis of prayer. The seasons of intense, focused, diligent prayer have produced the seasons of our greatest harvest and our greatest growth, both spiritually and numerically. We can never, ever go back to dead, dry, cold praying. Amen. We can never revert back to prayerlessness. We are an apostolic church. To be truly apostolic, it takes people who are really and truly committed to moving heaven and earth when we pray. Our calling is not just to exist and get by. Our anointing is not just to survive from week to week, but we are called to be a church of power, demonstration, deliverance, and salvation, and that requires us to be a people who really know how to pray. Amen. Prayer cultivates an atmosphere where miracles can happen. The only way we can be a church of prayer is to be people of prayer. So I encourage you again tonight, pray without ceasing. Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. If you've gotten off track, get back on track. If you've fallen out of the habit, get back in the habit. If you've lost your passion, pray that God rekindle a fire for prayer in your heart and in your soul because we must be people of prayer. Prayer unlocks the door to apostolic revival. Prayer opens the door to harvest. Prayer is the door to spiritual growth. Prayer is the, the, the answer for numerical growth. Prayer is the reason for signs and wonders and miracle. Prayer is why the gifts of the Spirit are released in the church. Prayer is why revelation and understanding comes. Prayer is why there's a divine visitation of the Spirit. And prayer is why a church gets united. We must pray. Oh, why don't you throw your hands to heaven and say, God, let a spirit of prayer come upon this congregation with a fresh anointing in the Holy Ghost. God, I feel it. I feel somebody starting to get a fresh burden for prayer. You'll never reach your fullest potential in God without being a man or a woman of prayer. You'll never tap into your divine destiny without giving diligence to daily prayer. We'll never fulfill God's purpose for this church if we are not a church that knows how to bombard hell with prayer and move heaven with prayer and shake the earth with prayer. I'm thankful that we know how to worship loud. I'm thankful we know how to sing loud. And I'm thankful we know how to shout and preach loud. But God, help us to move heaven with our prayers. Prayer's the key to everything. Prayer's the answer to everything. Prayer's the solution for everything. Prayer is the most talked about spiritual subject and sadly sometimes the least practiced. Some would never pray if they didn't have to eat. No one here would deny the power of prayer. But we all fail sometimes to prioritize prayer. The two things the devil fights the most is prayer and unity. Because prayer shakes the kingdom of hell to its knees. And people united in prayer break strongholds and chains and walls like nothing else will. There is nothing the devil fights harder than prayer. He'd rather you do almost anything in your life than pray. He doesn't mind you looking apostolic if you don't pray apostolic. He doesn't mind you shouting and worshiping like an apostolic if you don't pray like an apostolic. He doesn't mind us preaching like an apostolic if we don't pray like an apostolic. But if we'll live holy, worship, preach, and pray, there's nothing that can stop the church from going forward 
God, teach us. Lord, help us. Lord, move us. God, convict us. God, motivate us. God, inspire us to pray like never before. I sense in the hearts of many in this place tonight a renewed desire to pray. I feel somebody's heart being dealt with to take their prayer life to another level. Are you with me tonight? I'm talking about really praying. I'm talking about really getting back into the vein of consistent, diligent, daily prayer. I hear a calling, a calling from the depth of God to the depth of our hearts, a call to prayer in my own life, in my church's life, in my community. God, move us with prayer. I'm telling you tonight that things happen when we pray. Things happen when we pray. Prayer causes stuff to happen. Prayer brings action. Prayer shakes things up. Prayer brings movement. If you feel like nothing is happening in your life, the best thing you can do is start to pray. If nothing has happened spiritually in your life, the best thing you can do is start to pray. If your finances are bound up, the best thing you can do is tithe and pray. If you feel like things are stagnant, start praying. When things haven't been moving, start praying. Prayer brings movement in the spiritual realm. Prayer causes doors to open that haven't been open. If you haven't had spiritual doors open, start praying. Hallelujah. If you'll pray, doors will start opening. Prayer shakes things up. Oh God, I'm starting to feel a little more anointing up here right now. Prayer causes things that's been bound up to get loosed. Prayer brings revelation and illumination. Things will start happening in your life when you start praying. Good things will happen. God things will happen. Anybody want some good God things to happen in your life? Spiritual things to happen. Awesome, miraculous things. I'm telling you, the prayer wakes things up. Hallelujah. Prayer wakes gifts up. Prayer wakes anointings up. Prayer releases talent. Prayer causes things to be shaken up in people. Prayer shakes up situations. Prayer shakes up ruts and routines. Prayer causes divine things to happen. Prayer causes heavenly things to happen. Prayer causes supernatural things to happen. Prayer causes things that are awesome to happen. Prayer is our connection to the spirit realm. Prayer is the portal to the supernatural. Prayer is the link that ties us to the spiritual dimensions in God. Prayer links together the seen and the unseen. Prayer is the answer to everything. 1 Samuel 1.27, For this child I prayed, and the Lord hath given me my petition, which I have asked of him. It was prayer that opened the womb of a barren mother. Barrenness was considered a curse in the Bible days. So strong was the desire to bear children that you find scriptures in the Bible like Genesis 30 and 1 when Rachel saw that she bare Jacob no children. Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, Give me children or else I die. Proverbs 30 and 15 and 16. There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not, it is enough. The grave, the barren womb, the earth that's not filled with water, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. First Samuel 1 and 10, she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. These women cried out to God. Their state of barrenness was so unacceptable in their heart that they cried out, give me children or I die. Solomon said that the grave continues to cry out for more and the earth cries out for more and the fire cries out for more 
and the barren womb cries out for more. Prayer causes a barren womb to be open in a spiritual sense. Are you with me? There is a serious dissatisfaction with not bearing fruit. The human soul desires to be fruitful. God made us that way, wired us that way. God put within every human a, a desire to make a difference in life, a desire to do something that counts. And when we feel barren and unfruitful and we feel like we're not contributing, that state of barrenness is unacceptable to the heart. So Hannah cried out to God and Rachel cried out, give me children or I die. The answer to barrenness is to cry out to God. So what I'm asking this church to do is every day, let's cry out, God, open the womb of this church and send souls. God, send people to be baptized in your name and filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't want to accept another week without somebody coming to God. Amen. Until we are like those women in the Bible that say, God, you got to give us revival or we're going to die. God, I got to have a move of yours. Until we get that desperate, we'll be stalled right where we are. But if something will get in the spirit of this church that we'll pray, it'll open our altars. Second Kings 4, 32 and 33. When Elisha was come up, when Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. He went in therefore and shut the door upon them twain and prayed unto the Lord. Prayer brought the dead back to life. Prayer still brings the dead back to life. Dead ministries come alive when people pray. People who are spiritually dead come alive when they pray. God, let somebody pray. Prayer back into somebody else. Prayer brings things that are dead in you to life again. This child was the answer to the lady's prayer. And that child represented the promises of God in her life. And when that child died, her promise died. But prayer raised the promise back to life one more time. Dead ministries, dead hearts, dead minds, dead churches, dead people come back to life when we pray. Something happens when we pray. There's people in this very room right now that were away from God for a very long time. They were dead spiritually, cold and far from God. Things had transpired in their life and it looked like there was no hope. But somewhere somebody was praying and when it looked like there was no hope, God breathed life. Oh, God breathed life back into them. How, how dead were you, David? How dead were you raised in a pastor's home full of the Holy Ghost? You had a walk with God, but that God, but then the devil had you living under a bridge in Florida with nothing going, uh, strung out on drugs, life broken. But somewhere there was a mama that was praying. And when people pray, things start to happen. Oh, God. Craig, how many drug houses were you in over those years? How many parties did you go to? How many nights did you go to sleep and didn't know what was going on? But somewhere there was a mama and a daddy that were calling on God and praying. Marshall, how many years, Marshall, did you waste in the world? How many years did you give to the devil? But there was a mama that just wouldn't quit praying. Things happen when we pray. Things come alive when we pray. Things change when we pray. Something happens when we pray. Something will change when we pray. Oh, God. 
sin and how many years did you spend away from God? Cold and distant in the bottom of your heart, deep in your mind, you knew you wanted to come back. I'd talk to you at that funeral home every time I got a chance. I'd try to talk to you and reach out to you. And one day God got a hold of your heart because people cared enough to pray. Don't ever give up on prayer. Don't ever give up on prayer. Don't ever give up on the fact that prayer changes things. Something happens. Oh, I wish somebody grab a hold of it right now. I wish a prayer anointing would come on somebody's pew right now. I wish a mom and dad would grab hands and begin to pray that things would come alive. connecting in the spirit there's something happening in the supernatural we're walking through that door that opens the super something happens when we pray don't give up on prayer hearts. Prayer opens spirits. Prayer opens doors. Prayer will make a way. Prayer will bring an opportunity. Prayer will bring the supernatural into your situation. Prayer will invite God to intervene. You can do it by yourself all you want to, but when you pray, you invite God to move in your circumstances. God, things happen when we pray. When we pray. When we pray. I wish somebody throw their hand up and start to pray right now. There's an anointing of intercession. Let's get ready to sweep over this place. There's some spiritual, there's some spiritual warfare that's getting ready to happen in this house because things happen when we pray. to pray God help us to pray help us to pray about our circumstances help us to pray about our marriages help us to pray about our children help us to pray about our soul God teach us to pray that's right open your mouth and pray the loudest sound a church ever makes ought to not be off a drum and ought to be off a prayer room. The loudest sound a church ever makes ought to not be a song, it ought to be a prayer. Desperate prayer, hungry prayer, thirsty prayer. Desire that's, prayer that's baptized in desire. Prayer that's bathed in passion. Prayer that's intense, moves heaven. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Avails much. You ought to open your mouth and make a sound of prayer. You ought to make sure the devil hears you pray. The devil fears nothing like he fears a praying child of God. He fears nothing like he fears a praying Christian. The weakest Christian in prayer is more powerful than the strongest army has ever been. An army can move weapons, but a prayer can move God.
Acts 4.31, and when they had prayed, when they had prayed, the place was shaken. You can expect a shake up when you commit to prayer. You can, you, can, you can expect things in people's lives to start to shake loose when we pray. Parents, when you pray, you ought to expect your children to feel something happen. Because when they prayed, the place was shaken. When we pray, it stirs the church. When we pray, it births revival. When we pray, it births miracles. When we pray, signs and wonders come along. When we pray, it shakes people up. It shakes situations up. It shakes problems up. It shakes hell up when we pray. God shake Bethlehem with the desire to pray. would to God that every pew was filled with a voice of prayer right now. Not inward prayer, but outward prayer. I wish every pew in this building had somebody making a sound of prayer. I wish the altar area was full of people lifting their voice in prayer. When they prayed, the place was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. I've done enough preaching on prayer right now. I've preached enough on prayer tonight that the only thing left for us to do is practice it. You ought to say, God, help me to pray. Let me tell you, you ought to stir yourself to prayer right now so God doesn't have to send a great fish to get Jonah to pray. Oh, God, help us, Lord. Stir me, stir me, stir me in prayer. come in these altars anybody want to help me pray for deliverance to happen in these altars anybody want to join with me in prayer for deliverance to come that when people walk in this building that chains of abuse are broken off of them that chains of addiction are broken off that fresh anointing and fresh fire would come when we pray when they had they had prayed, the place was shaking. I wonder if I can get some people in the house to pray for a fresh shaking to come. That God would shake the church to pray.
that God would shake our hearts to seek him. I don't fear World War III as much as I fear a church that can't pray. I don't fear spy balloons and satellites as much as I fear not being moved to pray. There is no weapon formed against us that can prosper. There's power in prayer. Things happen. Things happen when we pray. I wonder if I can get some people to help me pray for unity in the body. For unity in the church. For compassion and forgiveness and mercy for one another. For a kind word that turns away wrath. Oh God, things happen when we pray. I wonder if I can get some folks to help me pray for marriages in this church. There's marriages under attack from hell, but things happen when we pray. Husbands, you ought to grab your wife's hand and begin to pray. The devil's against homes, but God is for you. right now because we're praying you may be here in this church praying right now but somewhere out there angels are moving on behalf of what you're praying about there's some of you praying right now for family members and what you don't know are angels are getting moved angels are being commissioned to go by the power of your prayer things are happening in the supernatural things are happening in the spirit because you're praying intercessors among us. God, release the intercessors among us. God, release the anointing of intercession.
Amen. Why don't you find somebody close to you and link up with them again to pray? Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray one for another. Begin to release blessings and anointings in your brother and sister's lives, in your family's life. right. Begin to pray one for another. God begins to turn captivity when people pray for their friends. Things shift when we begin to pray together one for another. Things shift when two or three agree together touching anything. Something begins to happen. feel the bony grip of hell releasing somebody tonight. Yeah. I feel the icy grip of hell releasing somebody tonight. Lord, anoint my church family's mind and heart. situation you can't overcome. God, there's no problem you can't overcome. There's nothing too hard for you. We invite you into our circumstances. We invite you, God, into our situations and our lives and our families. God, our prayers open the door for you to come in.
begin to move in difficult situations. God, let the anointing of your spirit begin to soften hardened hearts to mend broken relationships. God, let the oil of your anointing bring people together for purpose, for your work, for your glory. God, let your spirit touch our hearts. Some of you are in the throne room right now with God. All you got to do is ask him. You're standing before him. You're standing at his feet. All you got to do is ask him. He's extended the scepter. Like the king did to Esther. He's extended the scepter. And he's allowed you to voice your concerns and your cares and your worries and your trials. everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear.
I think we can say amen to what we've heard tonight. I believe we believe this too, don't we? It's working for us right now, and it's going to continue to work. Keep praying. Keep believing the Lord. If you need to go, certainly you can be dismissed. Men's breakfast, 8 a.m. Sunday morning. Men's breakfast. Pray as long as you want. Nobody's stopping you from praying. Stay as long as you want. God bless you. Be safe. Be dismissed in Jesus' name.